Well, hey guys, how you doing today? Welcome back to my YouTube channel. Thanks for being here. You know, I just had some thoughts about uh, what's going on with the COVID-19 virus and technology and nonlinear change and why these sorts of things are actually inevitable in our kind of connected society. A long time ago, before I was involved in some of the topics that you know me for now, you know, like remote viewing and UFOs and crop circles and self-organizing types of energetic systems and things that are kind of a common theme throughout some of these topics that I've been, you know, studying recently, post videos about now. Way before I got involved with that, I was in graduate school in sociology. I discovered fractal geometry, chaos theory, and it all led to this idea about how technology changes how we live, especially in unpredictable ways. And I did my dissertation on that topic. I called it Connections, the Ecology of Space and Time and Large-Scale Technological Development. And in this dissertation, I basically argued that the more connections you make between things that are previously separated and not connected, the more connections you create, the more unintended consequences you're going to get, right? The more that things go faster and in a kind of more complex, interconnected way than they were before, the more you're going to get nonlinear effects in ways that you can't predict. It's just a kind of a function of the systems that we live in, designed by nature, kind of have a fractal, irregular pattern but irregular sort of shapes that branch off in different directions never necessarily to meet again but when we start connecting all those nodes we think we're really smart and it's sort of what silicon valley tells us we should be doing in fact the whole all these messages we get every day about how things that are faster and more efficient are necessarily better but we know that's not always true and I can kind of see what's going on with the coronavirus right now uh, in the same way, which is that this very connected world we live in with lots of air travel and connections and communications leads to different things getting passed on between people and systems in a way they never were before. And that's exactly what's happened with this COVID-19 SARS type virus is things that jump viruses there are thousands of viruses that can kind of go between animals and people you know if they make a jump and they just stay in the village where they move from the animal to the person this little string of dna that likes to replicate itself the virus in previous times before people moved around a lot that would just sort of stayed there but now that we're all connected things move around i mean what percent of the things that you have in your home right now are made in China. 80%, right? So what's the downside of that? Well, are some of those virus particles, I mean, from things that we buy, you know, we know this virus can last a week or two on the surface of something. You can see where I'm going with this. There are downsides to having more connections between all the different nodes and system endpoints on our planet. There's downsides to that we haven't really talked about. Nonlinear effects that grow exponentially fast because previously, 
because of the fractal structure of the way things are physically uh, shaped in space and in time, they kind of stay close together, but still kind of separate. But now we kind of connect all the nodes together with roads and travel and direct communications. There's some downsides to that. And I think we can see that. And uh, is it necessarily better to have things more efficient or are there costs to efficiency? I mean, think about uh, the air travel system. If there's a delay at one airport in the country that you're in, doesn't it affect all the other airports now? I mean, one airport can shut down from weather and all of a sudden the planes that were supposed to be in other places are stuck there. The whole system shuts down very quickly or slows down very quickly. That's the price of efficiency. So efficiency comes at the cost of resiliency and effectiveness in some ways. And we've sort of been brainwashed in just thinking that efficiency is the only thing that matters. But efficiency has costs. Things that are too efficient can also create nonlinear consequences. It's really just a function of a conservation law across an entire system. If you affect one part of the system in an extreme way, it's going to create other effects that you didn't anticipate. And I think this can be generalized to lots of topics. Uh, it creates a lot of uncertainty, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. But what we see going on right now uh, around the planet is a kind of very high level of fear from the unknown of how this virus is sort of interacting with all of us, all of us in ways that we can't predict. And so this is all of our, we've kind of created this situation in some ways. That's what I'm basically arguing here with our modern systems that we're also very proud of, but now we can see there's downsides to it also. I mean, remember in this, my country here alone in the United States, it used to take two weeks for physical mail to get across from the East Coast to the West Coast on the Pony Express, you know, in like the middle of the 1800s. That was the fastest way to communicate, two weeks with a physical piece of mail. So, uh, you know, back then, uh, you know, I read somewhere that before about 100 years ago or maybe a little more, most people on planet Earth didn't go more than five miles from where they were born. And uh, think about now how much we travel around. And so we're just sharing lots of different things. And some of those things are viruses. Uh, I remember being in the UK a couple of years ago and somebody, I think it was Busty Taylor, said that he had read an article where they were doing DNA analysis of some inhabited areas of Britain that had been inhabited 20,000 years ago. And they found someone who lived in that village now who was genetically connected to that person that they had were examining from 20,000 years ago from a burial mount that they'd excavated. So think about that. Someone from 20,000 years ago was still connected to someone living in the village. It's amazing. So that's how local things used to be. And now we're moving around a lot. And so it just makes you think about that there's unintended consequences that cannot be discovered from ordinary statistical analysis. You can't average everything out. It's these outliers, the things that I was told to discard in my statistics training as a grad student, the outliers that actually can really matter sometime. If you ignore them, you know, a couple cases can all of a sudden turn into 100,000 people being infected. And that's the type of world we live in now. And I'm sure this can have positive consequences too. It just means that things are less certain and they can go in directions that we can't anticipate. And we need to kind of build that into our thinking. So that's what I'm thinking right now. If you have any comments, of course, put them in the box below. I'm happy to hear what you have to say. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Take care for now and bye.